0: In 2018, my partner and I started a local meetup for Northeast Florida podcasters. Back when we could have in-person events, it was encouraging to see this event grow and grow after every quarterly meetup. Now, our last in-person meetup was held in February of 2020, and everyone knows what happened after that. COVID hits, and even months later, with current safety measures in place, we haven't felt comfortable throwing another event since, and honestly not really sure when the next one is going to take place. And if I'm being 100% transparent, it's mostly for liability concerns, both for ourselves and the businesses that we would ask to host it. All that to say that when I went searching for content to add with the launch of my new show, the Digital Dispatch podcast presented by Freight School Playbook, I was really surprised at how many of the tips from our very first event are still valid today, even two years later. Let's dive into some of the best podcasting tips heard from experienced podcasters as they help newcomers and level uppers to create a better show from one of the still fastest growing mediums in digital media. Hey guys, I'm back with another video, and today I want to talk about how to get started with podcasting. Now the reason these videos and these video ideas sort of came about is that here locally in the North Florida market, myself along with my colleagues, Botter Milligan of the Short Box Podcast and Ryan Thompson of GAM Games Art and Music have been co-hosting some events here in town over the past couple months. One of them specifically geared towards podcasters and the other one specifically geared towards YouTubers and live streamers. And there was once a thought that we might combine the two events together, but after hosting a couple of events in each of those different segments, we really sort of nailed down the idea that they need to stay separate because... Podcasting and video streaming is, are two completely different mediums and they require different types of focus. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about how you can get started with podcasting using the same questions and the same tips and advice that we gave to dozens of people who have showed up to these local events here in the North Florida market. Now before we get started, I want to read off a couple stats to you that is really encouraging about this medium because podcasting just seems to be growing and growing. It's been around for a while, I think since about 2007. That's when really the first podcasting genres first started to sprout up. But it's been growing as a dedicated audience. And just a few stats to read off for you is that, Over 525,000 active shows specifically on iTunes are available right now at any given time with over 18.5 million episodes in over a hundred different languages. And now 44% of the U.S. population has started listening to podcasts and podcasters who specifically listen to them are extremely loyal. 80% listen to all or most of a podcast episode and most of them listen to an average of seven shows per week. And this last important stat for you is that if you're looking to monetize your your podcast in the future, is that 45% of all podcast listeners have an average household income of $75,000 or more. That means that these people are dedicated listeners. They're increasingly listening to more and more shows. It's becoming more widely adoptable throughout the entire country. And those people have a, a dispensable income to spend. And so a lot of these people might be involved with business or brands that could look to partner with you in the future. And if you are watching this video, you're obviously interested in starting up your own podcast or maybe you've sort of started, installed and and want to get back into it. So that's going to be the real focus of today's video is that we're going to get into the, the common equipment that is used. Uh, software for editing, and then the distribution of those episodes whenever you get them finished. Now, it's it's not going to be a super detailed. This is going to be a rough overview. We're going to go into more in depth with each of these different platforms in the future during future events. Uh, but I just want to dive into a few different notable stats as far as this medium is concerned. And now, the most recent event we talked about the equipment that we use and the editing software, and some of this. Some of the software that you want to use, they come in all in one packages, but then there are other packages that you could get that are either free, they're open source, and, and you can utilize them to your advantage. So going into the first step is, is recording your show. You wanna make sure you have a really, really good sound quality as far as your show is concerned. And, and you can get that with a regular desktop mic that you can find on Amazon, uh, or you can just use your cell phone camera. I've seen plenty of professional broadcasters using just their cell phone voice recorder or video recorder, and that's how they get their audio for the show. And a lot of times that can be suitable too. But you want to make sure you have really good sound quality and you want to make sure you test that sound quality and test the recording of it before you ever hit record. For this very video, I spent a good hour of testing video and and sound quality and mic setup and proper communication between the two devices. And one of my web cameras didn't work, so I had to just go right to the cell phone in order to, to make do. And sometimes that's the most important thing is just making do, having an idea, and moving forward with it. Now, as far as some of the recording equipment that we've specifically mentioned during last month's event, during last month's podcaster event, is using a resource like local radio stations or even locally here in Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Public Library has a maker space that there's meant to make, create, and collaborate. And these are areas of a library that are free for you to use, to go in and to record and use their equipment in order to make your podcast sound that much better. Now, there are other places like radio stations, they'll probably charge you a little bit of a station rental fee or a recording rental fee. But this could also include access to a producer, access to other talent that can help you really take your podcast to the next level. But if you're just getting started out, really, you could get by with just your cell phone. But if you're looking to make a little bit of an upgrade as far as mic quality is concerned, there's a Blue Yeti USB mic with different audio settings. That's one that I use for a lot of my different videos and the great thing about the Blue Yeti is that it has different audio settings on it. It has different settings for, and here I'm going to show you really quick, on this mic itself, it has different settings on it so that you can record just you by yourself. You can record two ways, so you and maybe you have a co-host with you or somebody that you're interviewing, or you can record an entire room. So there's different settings on that particular style microphone that could help you as far as what kind of show you're going to have. If you're going to have just a solo show you probably just need a standard microphone and those you can get pretty affordably on Amazon or like a local you know guitar center or some kind of store like that another one another piece of equipment that was mentioned during the event is a microphone on the go so if you're attending conferences if you're attending conventions different settings that require that have a lot of you know outside background noise you can also get one of these things called it's called a DR05 portable digital recorder. And it almost looks like one of the old school recorders that newspaper editors used to have when they would go on a beat and go try to find a good story. Nowadays, everybody kind of uses a cell phone for this same function. But you can either use your cell phone, and you'll probably get some background noise, or you can use the DR05 portable digital recorder. Now, for me, when I'm on the go, I use a little cheap $20 $20 lapel microphone. It's off Amazon. It's, it's come in clutch. It plugs right into your smartphone. So if you wanted to get a little video to go along with your podcast, you could do that too. But if you just were concerned about really good sound quality, you could use this little lapel microphone. $20 clips right on you, or you can clip it on a piece of equipment so you can avoid different background noises or you know hair or jewelry brushing up against the lapel mic, which creates that sort of static noise. So in order to avoid that, you might want to clip it Onto to something else but it's really cheap and it works great like I said $20 and get it on Amazon plugs right into your phone now after you've recorded your show you have to start the process of editing out the, the, the background noise or making sure that leveling uh, with different people that, that come on your show. Maybe one person is a soft-spoken person. Maybe another person is a really loud talker. Well, that can be really annoying to the person that's listening to the show. So there are different software programs out there that are going to help you level out that audio. So everybody kind of sounds like they're on the same playing field, I guess you could say. Me in particular, I don't like the editing process. So I found somebody on Upwork and he edits the podcast for me and he does a fantastic job. And you can find these guys for anywhere from like 20 bucks to $50 a show, depending on how in depth you really want to go with it. I pay about 20 bucks a show, maybe $25. And he takes care of all of that stuff for me. And, And for me, it's just a better peace of mind. And it's a better way to spend my time than to go through and actually do all this editing myself. I could learn it, But I've chosen just to take that time and just to hire somebody else. For a really affordable rate and they know exactly what they're doing and they take care of it for me. But if you wanted to do it yourself, if you're just starting out and you really want to take that, that next step as far as your, your skills are concerned, there's a couple different programs that you can use. One of them is called Our Door. That can be used for editing your show too. There's the Levelator, which is free and simple. and You can use it to adjust voices and sounds so everything sort of sounds the same. Then there's another app that's out there that's relatively new. It's called Anchor. And you can, u- you can use that app to record at home, on the go, and it's designed to sort of do the same thing as editing your show and leveling out the audio that's involved with it. Now, after you're done editing the show or after someone's done editing it for you like me, the most important thing is, is distribution of your show itself. Now, there are a lot of different platforms out there that will host the show for you, meaning you have to have... Almost uh, th- think of it as like a, a photo library host. You have to have a host for your podcast audio files too. And so for a lot of people, they use a, a platform like SoundCloud, which I, I'm kind of meh on, on SoundCloud just because of their distribution model. I much prefer the, obviously the platform that I use, which is called Buzzsprout. And Buzzsprout is a podcast player and it's a hosting provider. It's what I personally use for all of my different shows. And the the best thing about it is that it's affordable. I only pay about 20 bucks a month for it. And then it also distributes your show out to iTunes, out to you know the Google Play Store for whatever you Android people use to, to listen to podcasts. I have no idea what you guys even use to listen to podcasts. Um, but a couple of other different platforms that you could use in that that's sort of similar to Buzzsprout is a platform called Lipsyn and Podbean. I know Lipsyn in particular, they have another player that you can use, say, if you have your own website, and that you could embed all of your episodes or just one episode right there on your website. Buzzsprout does the same thing, but Lipsyn also provides analytics and gives you information about where your listeners are coming from. That's a really important key as far as your next step, as far as a podcast user or a podcast creator, that that's that's one thing you want to think about in the future. So, if you're looking to sign up for a podcast platform and not have to switch, you know, sort of in the middle of your show and realize that your current hosting provider doesn't really have a lot of the features that you need, that's one to think about. Is Libsyn and Buzzsprout because I know both of those platforms offer a player that you can keep on your website and you can embed multiple episodes, single episodes, and then also see a little bit about your audience demographics now some more advice that we had from the people that were actually at the event is is we had a a very wide range of people that were there people that are experienced podcasters people that have just started out people that started out and maybe went dormant for a little while like myself and are looking to get back into it so there was some really really great advice that came out of this event and i'm just going to read off a couple of them but before you ever start a podcast You should know what you love and love what you talk about because you can really tell in, it's sort of like writing and video and and, and every other creative medium that's out there. If you love what you're talking about, if you love what you're writing about, if you love what you're creating, it will show in your work. If you don't necessarily love it, The audience is going to feel that in your voice, so it's important to keep that in mind that you want to talk about something that you love and that you're already passionate about because then it's going to make the grunt work of creating a podcast, it's going to make it a little more difficult if you don't love what you're already talking about. A couple of other really good tips is be consistent. You want to be consistent with your show. If your audience expects a new episode on a certain day of the week, you want to try to deliver to that audience because guess what? Podcasts are growing. And I just read off some stats earlier in the or earlier in this video that says how much it's growing. So if your audience has become used to getting an episode from you on a certain day and then you just go ghost... They're going to find other shows to listen to. And then when you start doing it again, it might be harder to build up that audience that you've already created. So if you want to be consistent, you want to pick a day that you think you're going to realistically be able to record every week, every month, pick a day and stick to it. Be consistent so that your audience doesn't feel like you ghosted them. Now, I want to talk about a couple more really good tips is that sometimes your best work are the unplanned conversations? Now, it, it, I'm a planner. I know how this goes. Like I, I like to break down a show bullet point by bullet point, but sometimes those the best conversations that you have and the best content that you get come from conversations that spur off from a previous point. And so you want to keep those going. So say if you have a co-host and they're going a little bit off topic, go with it a little bit and see where that topic goes because that's where some of your best conversations come from. And so don't be afraid to go a little bit off topic, especially if you're the planner of the group, which I definitely am. And it was, it took a while to learn that tip, but, be confident in, in what you know and what you're speaking. And be also be confident in your co-hosts or whoever you're interviewing if they decide to take the story in a little bit of a different turn than you thought that they were going to do. couple more points. Uh, this one in particular, your first episode will probably suck. And that's true for any kind of creative medium that you're a part of. Your first video is probably going to suck. The first piece you ever write will probably suck. The first piece you ever draw will probably suck. But guess what? The only way you get better is by doing it more and more. And that's an important tip to take away. If you take away anything from this video, I want you to keep your confidence, keep consistency, and just to make sure that you recognize that you're only going to get better the more you do it. And the more you do it, the more you'll be fascinated by other podcasts and other hosts and you see what they do and you see what they like like, and you pick up different traits and different tips from other hosts that that, that may have a, a show format similar to yours, or it might be completely different, but that's the only way you're going to get better is if you stay consistent and you keep doing it. Your first show is probably going to suck, but guess what? You won't know any difference until you do it you know, for episode after episode after episode, and then you go back and you listen to it, and you think, wow, I really could have done a lot better, but I'm glad that I'm growing as a professional, as a podcaster. One more tip. If you plan to have co-hosts, don't be afraid of having different voices on the show. You don't want to have a table, a round table of everybody who's agreeing with each other because then that just creates sort of an echo chamber of your own opinion. You want to challenge, especially in today's media world where people like to live in their own little bubble of, of communication and, and viewpoints and, and all that jazz, You want to be able to to make sure that you have a strong point and your co-hosts have a strong point if you plan on having co-hosts. And if you don't have co-hosts, you wanna make sure that you research those different opinions and those different sides of the coin because that's how you grow as a person. That's how you help your audience grow. and, and, And that's ultimately how your show will grow in the future. Now we talked about editing, we talked about equipment to use, we talked about distribution. And then we just talked about some overall tips that that a lot of the attendees shared during this during our latest podcaster event. And one and one last thing I want to make sure that you guys are aware of is that If you're going to get started in podcasting or if you're currently in the mix of starting your own podcast, don't be intimidated by the equipment factor, the equipment and the editing factor. You can pay somebody, like I said, $20 an episode in order to edit it for you. If you have a cell phone, you can record a podcast. Don't busy yourself making excuses by saying, well, I have to get the best microphone, I have to get the best software, because that's how you're going to spend a lot of money really quickly. And what happens if you don't like doing it? And that's fine, too. If you don't like doing it, you figure it out along the way. And and maybe you do like doing it. And but it's that old saying goes that you want to crawl before you walk. And you don't want to invest a few hundred dollars into equipment and then find out, well, I really don't like this. And then you've just wasted a few hundred dollars in equipment. Start slow, crawl before you walk, and be sure that you're investing in the right kind of Talent, I guess I should say, when it comes to your show. And that's the topic that you're going to focus on. Because if you don't love what you're talking about, then it doesn't matter if you have a $500 microphone that picks up whatever you want to talk about because it's going to sound like crap anyways. So just keep that in mind. Just keep the confidence going. Don't feel like, don't feel pressured that you have to go in and buy a bunch of equipment because everybody has to start somewhere. And we all started. With a little piece of rinky dink equipment and we didn't start out with fancy stuff, but remain committed to it and and still producing quality type episodes and you certainly can too. Now I want to thank my co-hosts as far as the events are concerned. I'm really, I'm, I'm sort of just the, the the person in the background that, that's typing notes out and, and and recording video and audio throughout the events. But really it's it it's it's Botter of the Short Fox and Ryan Thompson of, of GAM that really make these events happen. I'm just sort of on the side and I, I take a lot of notes. So I really want to thank them. I also want to thank the Jacksonville Public Library for being such a gracious host. If you're in the North Florida market and you're looking for a place to record your podcast, be sure to hit them up because that, it's, it's a great space in order for to, you to be able to feel out what you want to do with the show. And maybe if you're not in the North Florida market, I'm sure if our library is doing it, then your library and your local town could be offering the same sort of setup. We're going to be hosting future events like this in the future, and we'll be doing more recap videos just like this. So if you're interested in hearing more about these kind of events, be sure to hit that subscribe button and hit the thumbs up. And so that way other fellow podcasters might see it and might get some good tips out of this. My name is Blythe Brumley and I will see you next time. Thanks for watching.